0: Are you ready to stop riding the emotional elevator of life? Are you ready to learn how to elevate your emotions that keep you psychologically traumatized or in an addictive behavior? You are in the right place. Here is your host, Sandy Bird, Trauma, Addiction, Life and Spiritual Coach of The Emotional Elevator Show.
1: Welcome, everyone. Welcome tonight. I don't know what to say, but I just love my new music. I feel so lifted when I listen to it. And I am Sandy Berg of Emotional Elevator. Thank you for joining me tonight on the Inspired Choices Network. And tonight's topic, I mentioned it on my last show, it's about codependency. And Again, I love to give like the definitions of these terms and kind of dissect it, but I'm going to talk about how to elevate yourself from your codependent relationship. But if you look, if you Google it, it says codependency equals relation addiction. You feel you don't deserve better. A codependency relationship is an emotional, and I put financial and psychological reliance on a partner one who requires support on an account of an addiction or illness. So that is what codependency definition is. And a lot of us have codependent relationships and some of them are okay. Some of them are not, but I'm going to dive into a lot of the codependent relationships that I see with my clients, as well as what I went through and their to talk about ways to elevate ourselves. I feel like I dive so much into the topics and go into the topics about it, but I don't really talk so much about elevating. So it's time to change it up because this music, I'm really digging and it sounds like I'm like flying or I'm a fairy godmother or a superhero, which I am because my superpower is helping others see how they can elevate their emotions or helping others realize that the cards you've been dealt or the trauma you've gone through does not have to define you. You can change. You can elevate. You can do all things. So like I said, codependency, I was basically in two codependent relationships because even though I was not the sick one or the addict, I was the one that was also in the codependency because I felt like I had to be there. I felt like if I walked away or if I just cut the string, the umbilical cord, then that person would suffer or that person would fall. So... Yes, I've been in codependency relationships. I work with many clients right now that are dealing with codependent relationships with their children because they've gone through trauma, trauma relationships, or they have come over from addiction or their child is an addict and they feel the relationship is a codependent relationship. So in my life, my relationship with my mother, I never thought was codependent until we went to um, an intervention. And the therapist sat there and said, You are in a codependent relationship with your mother. And I'm like, How am I in a codependent? I don't live with her. I'm not with her. Yeah, but you allow her to continue to basically perform trauma on me emotionally. Absorb me, so that's why I said you can be in a trauma bond relationship. My last show last week to now a codependent relationship as well because I never thought I was in a codependent relationship with my mother in my what was this forty? So I, it was in my forties when we tried to do an intervention many years too late, but to learn that I was in the codependent because I never thought I was. And the reason I didn't think I was is because there was no financial gain. There was no emotional gain from her. There was no psychological gain, but I relied on her because I was always yearning for her to say she was proud of me. I was always yearning for her to be, fill my cup up is more why I was codependent with her. I was waiting for her to fill my cup up, even though I kept filling her cup up by allowing her to emotionally abuse me because she was an alcoholic. So that's a codependent. As I also mentioned in my first marriage, that was more of a codependent relationship as well because I was financially supporting my husband and my children. He was a very sick man he had suffered a severe car accident and he also was a diabetic that did not realize that you need to manage your diabetes. So with that concurring, I always thought they were codependent on me and I never realized I was just as much codependent on them because I couldn't walk away. I couldn't cut that umbilical cord. I couldn't cut that relationship. I finally did, but I couldn't because I was afraid What would happen if I did? The inevitable did happen when I did, but it was never my fault. Um, As I've mentioned, my first husband passed away. And as I mentioned, my mother has passed away. But it was because of their illnesses and their sicknesses that created them to pass away. It had nothing to do with me. And that's what I want people to also realize as I work with other clients and even mothers of children who are addicts. And they feel like, well, I have to. I have to. If you're in it or if you're not in it, when someone passes away, you're going to have feelings regardless. You're going to blame yourself if you're in it. You're going to blame yourself if you're not in it. So that is something that, I try to get my clients to understand in a codependent relationship, because sometimes we don't realize that you're still going to have those feelings of guilt and shame, whether you're codependent uh, with your child or your spouse or child, spouse, or parents, when you are in a codependent relationship that you feel you can't walk away, you're still going to have feelings of I should have done more. I could have helped more regardless of whether you're in the situation, whether you're not in that situation. And that is a big lesson to learn because as I have been around others that sorry, you're probably hearing a dog bark in the background um anyway, with that being said, I was in relationships where I was able to walk away and end up elevating myself. I really apologize. Uh, I hate to say that there is a dog barking in my background. This is what TV does for you when you have a dog that knows its owner is coming to get them. Um, so I just want to say this is about elevating your emotions by not getting upset about things like these. Um, but anyway, talking about codependency, it is those relationships and you can be co- in a codependent relationship, even with friends, even with people around you, because a codependency relationship is a relationship that has Addiction is a relationship addiction. You're addicted to that. Many friends feel like they can't walk away from other friends because, well, what are they going to do? I'm their support system. I'm the one that gets them out. I'm the one that does for them. I'm the one that shows them the better life. Yeah, but if they are taking you down, you can walk away. I was listening to multiple podcasts as well where they talk a lot about this, where sometimes when we elevate ourselves and we don't feel we can walk away because we want everyone to elevate with us. Well, I've been there as well in relationships with friends where we are in kind of like a codependency where we have, I see them dealing so strong with their trauma and they don't know how to get out of the trauma or they don't know how to elevate their emotions in that trauma. So I'm always the person there trying to say, absorb all of your emotions. Why? Why do I want to absorb anybody else's emotions? And that's when I realized I have lived 40 plus years of my life in a codependent or a trauma bond, codependency relationship and a trauma bonded. And what did that do for me? It kept me stagnant. It kept me realizing I was unworthy. It kept me realizing I was unvalued. And it kept me realizing that I am status quo. We don't have to be status quo. We can raise above those relationships. And yes, I'm going to say this, it's easier said than done, but it can be done. That's the point. That's what my podcast is all about is no matter how long you feel that you've been stagnant in a codependency relationship, a trauma bond, your trauma stuck in your subconscious, you, sorry, you can elevate from that. You can raise yourself up. Because a wise woman, her name is Christine, I'm going to give a shout out to, taught me, gosh, was it three, two months ago? She said, stop saying I want, say I choose. And ever since I started saying, I choose to accept the things I cannot change, which means other people we cannot change other people. And I understand that is why that is such a big prayer that they say with AA, um, NA, all recoveries, they say, I accept the things I cannot change, which means if I am choosing to stay in these relationships, in this codependency relationship, or like I was talking about last week, trauma bond, that's what I'm choosing. But I have the choice to walk away. I have the choice to stay arm's distance. I have the choice to set a healthy boundary. And that is the biggest concern I have working with clients and even with myself over the years when something creeps up is I do have the choice to stay in it or get out of it. And that is the hardest, hardest thing I see all my clients going through. But I can't, those are my parents. I can't because that's my husband. I can't because that's my child. So you are allowing your peace, your happiness, your joy to be tied into a relationship with someone who doesn't want joy, who doesn't see the value in themselves, who doesn't see the worth in themselves. And that's a big thing right there because a lot of times as a parent, and I'm going to say this more so as a parent or a spouse than a child to a parent. But when we are parents and we see that our kids are lacking in these areas, we cannot fix that. They have to fix that for themselves. Yes, we can take that guilt on, but we can't absorb the guilt because the one thing I learned with all the topics that I talk about, we're never giving playbooks. We're not said, this is what the perfect relationship should look like, be like, sound like, feel like, taste like. We don't get those we don't get that. They don't teach that in school. They don't teach us how to, how to recognize a codependent relationship. And I love working with new clients and they start talking and then they're talking not about themselves, but about what I need to fix in their husband, their child, their parent. Well, how about I give you their number and call them? wait a minute, they're not my client. You're my client. Well, it's the reason I am the way I am is because of them. No, you're choosing to be the way you are because of them. But it's when you decide that you want to live your life for you and not for them. And that's what codependency is, a, is the strong, the strong, strong tie with it is that you are feeling like i can't break this bond with them again that sounds similar to a trauma bond is you can't break that bond but with codependency you're still dependent that's that word dependent on somebody else you're coexisting with somebody because they are sick ill addicted and you want to give them, or they are still giving you some emotional, financial, or psychological support, or you're completely absolving all their financial, and I say financial, financial is not in the big definition of codependency, but I can see in my life, some of my codependent relationships were more on the financial side aspect of it. Like I said, with my first husband, I did have a codependent relationship in there because of the fact that I was the financial breadwinner and he was the one that was very ill. So I felt I could not walk away because I also, we had three children together and if they chose to live with him, who was going to help financially? So that is one reason why I stayed, and it was because of financial codependency. Was there other emotional and psychological reasons? Yes, but it was more so financial. So you can be in a financial codependent relationship. But let me tell you something. Once I was able to walk away and start working on myself, my financial picture got a whole lot better. And sometimes it takes walking away for them to say, you know what? I need help. I need to elevate myself. I need joy in my life because number one, nobody's given it to me. And if you're the one in this relationship to continuously try to bring the joy in it and the the joy, the happiness, the love, but you're not receiving it, that is sooner or later going to weigh on your joy and your happiness. So that's why codependency relationship is one of the also key points of trauma and addiction that I work with my clients is for them to recognize what a codependent relationship is and where did it stem from within them. And getting deep down into that deep rooted seated feelings as to why they're staying in that codependent relationship. And how can we work on self-esteem? It's a lot to do with self-esteem, not having that strong self-esteem, but working on their self-esteem to raise them up so that they can walk away from that codependent relationship. I didn't realize I'm running over from my first break. So thank you for joining me on Emotional Elevator. This is Sandy Bird, and we're going to go to our first break.
0: Are you living a life of psychological trauma, or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with Trauma, Addiction, Life and Spiritual Coach, Sandy Bird where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Sandy at Emotionalevator.com. Now back to the program.
1: Welcome back. I'm glad to say I really love this music, but also My son got his dog. So you're not going to hear the dog bark probably in the background. And if you didn't, well, then I'm glad. Um, But we have been, or we have, um, I have been talking about a codependency relationship and how that codependency relationship takes a lot of work, more so than you need to put into a relationship. You can have a codependency relationship with a child, a parent, or a spouse, or even friends. And last week talking about trauma bonds, this week going into codependency, and I did read the definition. That is, it, it is an emotional or psychological alliance with a partner who is suffering from an addiction or an illness, or the account of that. But I also spoke a lot about financial because a lot of people this day and in age, dependency has a lot to do with finances. Well, I, I can't afford to live on my own. I can't afford to walk away. How many people, I got my hand raised. So if you're not watching me, I have my hand raised. How many of us have said that? I cannot leave because I can't afford to leave. Now, I understand in abuse, but I cannot leave because I cannot afford to leave. I hear that time and time again. The problem is, is you are putting your worth on a financial standpoint. Let's repeat that. You are putting your worth on a dollar bill. You're putting how you value yourself. On a dollar bill. I raise my hand. I am guilty. Guilty as charged on that. Well, I felt that way. I mean I could financially. I could financially support myself. And my children. I could not financially support my children. And my husband. When I when. I wanted to walk away. So I said, I cannot financially leave this relationship. But let me tell you something. I did. I was able to walk away from that relationship. And I was in a large amount of debt. And I was able to change my mindset and realize that that debt does not define my worth. My worth is inside, just like your worth is not a dollar bill. If you feel your worth is a dollar bill, I will send you a dollar bill. Email me. You can email me at sandyemotionalelevator.com at or email me at my coaching email, which is sandybirdcoach at gmail.com. If you think your worth is a dollar bill, I will send you a dollar bill. Because your worth is not a dollar bill, your worth is yourself, your integrity, your your self esteem. But that is the problem when we end up in a co dependent relationship. And our as a parent, as a parent, and as a child of a parent who is in a codependent dependent relationship, that was one thing I never wanted to do with my own children was to have that codependent relationship. I gave them the freedom to not rely on me. And I can say that there are times where, yes, as children, and as I have mentioned, I was an emotional eater. My kids have had addictions. That is their story to tell, not mine to tell, but they have, where I was not able to solve that problem for them. They had to find out how to solve it for themselves. But it doesn't mean I wasn't there emotionally. Doesn't mean I wasn't there psychologically. I learned, which that's my next show, Love Languages. I learned what their love languages were and what was required of me. But that didn't mean I needed to go and wrap mama bear arms around my kids and just... Do a bear hug with them. No, I had to let them live, fly like my new music sounds. I had to let them live and go through the trials and tribulations. Yes, did I do some of the trauma to them because I never healed from my trauma? Yes, but let me tell you something. I was just talking to two of my kids recently and everything that they've overcome and everything that they've gone through, They broke generational curses. And one of the generational curses that we broke as a family is codependent relationship. My mother was codependent on my grandmother. Now, I don't know if it extends farther than that, but my mother was codependent on my grandma. So does that mean my grandma was codependent on my mom? I don't know as much about that, but I know my mother was codependent on that. So in turn, when it was said that I was in a codependent relationship with my mother, yeah. I was, I can admit that now at the time I couldn't admit it, but what I realized and why I broke that so quickly with my own children was that I cannot help them define their worthiness. I cannot help them define their value. Yes. They had some insecurities. Am I able to fix that? No, buying them things, helping them, doing financial things for them was not helping them build their self-confidence, but it broke the chain of codependence. And as I've mentioned, even friendships, there's friendships out there that are more on a codependent relationship where we're seeking our friends to build us up, to give us that emotional support. It's when you can sit with yourself and realize that the only person that you can depend on is you and choose you is when you're going to be able to see that there are codependent relationships in your life. And I love to be around clients who as soon as they see it and that light bulb goes on, the joy that I see in them going, You are absolutely right. It's not overnight. It's not overnight. For me, it was not overnight. But to see the light bulb on when they go, oh my gosh, I just realized I am in a codependent relationship with my child or I am in a codependent relationship with my spouse. Oh, I am in a codependent relationship with my parents. Oh my gosh, I'm a codependent person. Okay, well, the first steps to recovery is admitting you have a problem or admitting you are codependent. And it's, if I knew now, if I knew them what I know now, I could have easily broken some of the codependent relationships because I see the joy. I love to know that when I wake up every day, I get to choose how I want to spend my day. Do I want it to be happy? Do I want it to be sad? But when you are in these codependent relationships, they're deciding, are you going to be happy today? They're deciding, are you going to have joy today? They're deciding, what is your day going to be like? How would it make you feel to be able to do that for yourself and to say, you know what? Today is a great day and I'm going to make it the best day. But when you're in those type of relationships and you wake up and you, you know, you do that, oh, oh, it's going to be a great day. And you walk out of a room or you get that phone call or you look at that text message and they're saying, I need you. Or, hey, I'm having a crappy day and you're already like, Let me reach out and find out what's wrong. Let me go check on everything. Let me do this. You're allowing somebody to take your joy. You're allowing somebody to bring you down. Just think. And I can speak. Oh, I can speak. Of 50 years. I'll be 55 in a month. But... And it's not been 55 years, but there's still things that creep up every once in a while. And I'm like, thank you for visiting, but I'm good. I don't need you anymore. Where I spent about 50 years, give or take, where I didn't feel my self-worth. My self-worth was, how is my kids doing? How is this person doing? How is that person doing? Let me go take care of this. But now, no, I'm the one who gets to decide, do I want today to be a good day? Do I want to go out and spell joy, love, and happiness, and laughter in my community? Or do I want to just sit here and feel bad? Or I have the choice now to stay home. I really have nothing to do. For the day except for maybe going to a yoga class if i don't want to go i have that choice and that's exactly how you can treat every relationship in your life we have choices and like i've said and i will be the first to tell you i was that person that said i can't financially walk away oh my gosh, if I walk away from my mom, what is she going to do? If I walk away from my husband, what is he going to do? I was that person. And you know what? I did walk away. I broke that, that chain that was binding me. I also cut that umbilical cord. And the day I did, it was hard. It was hard. But the joy it brought me, the Elevation in my emotions, just not to have to deal with that disappointment, that detachment, the trying to bring me down. I was parked in a parking garage. And now every day is the penthouse, or I can choose to be on the ground floor. It's my choice. And that's what breaking these cycles in our life, the trauma bonds from last week's show to codependency and how many relationships do you feel you have to be a part of because if you're not I don't know what's going to happen to that person what would happen if you elevated yourself to the penthouse and then they came to you and said hey Sandy how did you get there what did you do to get there How can I elevate myself? Well, follow me. But I'm going to have to keep you at arm's distance. Because that's what you can do. And the one thing I've learned is you... I want to save everybody. That's been my goal since I started Sandy Bird and started coaching was I wanted to save the world. But I realized not everybody in the world wants to be saved. But what I want to do is watch people who do want to be saved and do want to elevate themselves. I love, 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 love watching them elevate themselves. I mean, I absolutely love... Watching them grow and nourish, it's like planting a seed. You can plant that seed, but if you don't water it, or if you don't put it, or you don't even put it in dirt, it's not going to grow. And a codependent relationship is when you have two plants that grow together. And if you try to take one out of the pot, the other one's going to die and that one's going to die. That's a codependent relationship. And sometimes you can take one of those plants out, which I've done recently and said, you know what? I am going to nourish you. I'm going to feed you. I'm going to take care of you and put it in a pot by itself and it blooms. And then the other one, I go and talk to it and say, you know what? You can live without the other plant. And that one flourishes too. It's in how how you see yourself and how you want to see yourself. And it is time for another break. So we are going to go to break and I'm so glad you're listening to me. Thank you for listening to me. I am Sandy Bird on Emotional Elevator. And like I say, if you ever want to reach out to me, you can reach out to me at sandy at emotionalelevator.com or even sandybirdcoach at gmail.com because I am the host. And I can't wait to hear my music again. I think this is bringing me joy to listen to this music because it reminds me of just soaring, blossoming, shedding all the layers of my onion and becoming a lotus flower. So we're gonna go to break.
0: Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with trauma, addiction, life, and spiritual coach Sandy Bird, where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food, or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app, to participate in this program join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com you can also send an email to sandy at emotionalevator.com now back to the program
1: welcome back you're joining sandy bird on emotional elevator i've been talking a lot about codependency relationship and breaking the ties breaking the umbilical cord just breaking those ties and the first steps to realizing or trying to get out of that codependent relationship is picking up a habit or picking up something that brings joy within your life to kind of distance yourself in that relationship. Because sometimes it's hard to even realize you are in a codependent relationship and how It is affecting your emotions, your self-esteem. You become to the point you're self-sabotaging yourself. You feel no, you lack self-worth, lack of self-value, and you lack self-motivation. So think about that. When you're in a partnership, sorry, a parent and a child or a child and a parent. I'm a parent, I have children, I was a child of a, and my parent. Is that relationship motivation, motivating you? Is that relationship helping to build you up? Is it elevating your emotions or is it keeping you on the ground floor or in the parking lot? So why what is the the tie? Because if anything is not elevating you in life, you should break that bond, that tie. I know it's easy for me to talk about this because I've broke a lot of ties. I've broke a lot of bonds. I broke a lot of relationships. I have distanced myself from family, from friends. And yes, it's hard, but the joy now I get, the joy being different, So a lot of my coaching and just last year deciding to take on laughter yoga, if I would have been in my old relationships, even some of my old friendships, and they said, you're doing laughter yoga, why do you want to do that? I probably would have given up because I valued, there we go. I valued them so much that I was losing value in myself. And now... I love my laughter yoga. I love watching other people be joyful. I love going into these businesses and they're like, we're doing what? So she's a comedian. Well, I have been a comedian before. Done stand up before on two occasions, but it's not that. But when they see that, oh my gosh, you can bring joy in your life. It's incredible. And that's what I want people to see is that even if you have spent 40 years, almost 50 years, and it's great to see people with 30 and 20s realizing, oh my gosh, I've lived a life of codependency. I've been in trauma bond for them to break those ties and go, okay, now how can I elevate myself? But you can do it at any A, because the only time you can't do it is before you're born and after you die. But that is the biggest joy that you can bring to yourself is when you can break these bonds, these relationships that are bringing you down because there's nothing more rewarding than to wake up and say today is a great day, and you can thank God, Spirit, Universe, whatever you believe, for waking you up, giving you the power to choose, giving you the power to bring joy or have joy. You don't even have to spread your joy to everyone. I'm just saying, bring the joy within yourself, but Be thankful for all of that and then to go out and not have to answer that person that you know was going to bring you down or your child who was just texting you to say, you suck as a mom. You You don't need that. You don't deserve that. You weren't given a handbook, a guide to say, okay, now between the ages of, 11 to 15, this is what you should do. This is how you should do it. This is how you should treat them. Oh, and if it's a boy, you do this. If it's a girl, you do that. We weren't given guidebooks. And yes, some of us have done, you know, some damage. Society has done damage. Our schools have done damage. But that's not on us. To fix. It's on the person that's dealing with that to fix. If I would have taken all the trauma I've been through and decided to disperse it out to everybody, I'm not sure if everybody that I know could handle some of what I went through. But I went through it and I learned a lesson. The lessons I've learned from it When you can walk away from a trauma bond or a codependent relationship, you are a superhero. You are wonderful. You are the villainous villain. I don't even know what that is. You, I mean, like listening to the music that I chose now for Emotional Elevator, that is joyful. That is like, I'm soaring over with joy, love, and happiness because of all the bonds, all the ties, everything I've broke and been able to elevate myself from. And anyone can do it at any time. And it's great to say, oh, it's so easy. Oh, it's easy, peasy, lemon squeezy. You can do it. There are steps to take to do it. And there are moments where you're going to be like, wow, look how great my life is. Look how wonderful my life is because of the little change I made. And it's like, you're probably going to hear me say this often. It's the choice. It's the choice to choose, to choose me. And that's what I want to say elevated me. Even more, looking out the penthouse window is choosing me, having the choice to choose me. And it's it's a wonderful feeling. It really, really is a wonderful feeling to know that they're just ties. They're not bonds. They're not shackles. They're just ties to, To I don't even know what to tell you. They're just ties. And yes, it is easy, but you've just got to make that step. It's taking the first step. And if you've got to have somebody to take the first step with, there are many therapists out there. There are many coaches out there. They will help guide you in the right way. And if they aren't the right fit, or if you feel like, "Mm, now I'm bonding with my therapist. That too, you can break that tie. It's just taking the steps for yourself to bring that joy back into your life by seeing. And it was a conversation, I think I brought it up on my last show, but I'm not sure, but I was talking to someone about a toxic relationship. It's basically a trauma relationship and how toxic sometimes people are. So why do we feel the need to gravitate to them? Why do we feel the need when we talk about how like my first marriage was toxic, but now hearing from one of my kids, it was a trauma bond, even though there was no trauma in it. And knowing that it was a codependent relationship The only thing that that relationship did was keep me feeling my lack of self-worth, my lack of self-value, my lack of self-confidence down in my personal life. But it is time for another break. You have been listening to me, Sandy Berg, on Emotional Elevator and... Next week's topic will be love languages. And if you don't know the five love languages, I will go over them with you and how psychological trauma can affect them and how you can actually change your love language once you can recognize, are you having a bond with a love language because it's a trauma bond with it. But thank you again. I'm Sandy Burt on Emotional Elevator and I'm going to my final break.
0: Are you living a life of psychological trauma or suffering from an addiction? Are you ready to learn new techniques to elevate your emotions without sustaining or obtaining them from substances that are not good for your mind or body? Then continue to tune into Emotional Elevator with Trauma, Addiction, Life and Spiritual Coach, Sandy Bird, where you will learn techniques to elevate your emotions that don't require a magic pill, food or impulsive behavior. Listen to Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Mountain, 4 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Emotional Elevator with Sandy Bird. To participate in this program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to Sandy at EmotionalElevator.com. Now, back to the program.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to Emotional Elevator with me, Sandy Bird. And thank you for joining me tonight. I've been talking all about codependency, which kind of came off of Trauma Bond last week. And one of the biggest codependent relationships that I really want to dive into for these last few minutes was my codependent relationship with food. I had a severe emotional eating problem, and that's what I was dependent on. I was dependent on food to nourish me, to bring me joy, love, and happiness. I never enjoyed the food. I never really cared about what the food tastes like. I just ate it when I was feeling, sorry, I got the hiccups or something. Um, I was using food as a way to elevate me, bring me down. And I would eat food. And then sometimes, A, I would get sick. Sometimes I would get that food belly. Blah. Yeah, that's a blah. And now the relationship I have with food, oh my gosh, I try new food and I literally sit there and eat it and enjoy it. Another thing I enjoy, closing my eyes to eat so I can take in what I'm eating. New concept for me. But when you have a relationship, a dependency on something, and yes, I'm talking about codependent relationship I had with food because I was an emotional eater. And you can have that relationship with an addiction. You're codependent with an addiction because it is soothing you. It's bringing that emotional high or whatever, psychological high. But now when I literally eat and I go out to eat and I say, you know what, whatever your favorite dish is, just bring it to me. And then I kind of close my eyes and eat it. It is the most, I'm going to say a word, orgasmic experience that I've ever had with food. Also, I used to be an emotional, window you that I ate ice cream all the time. I felt like ice cream, I need to put something sweet in my body so that I felt good. Like I was doing a study on foods that some people eat at night And why do we eat? Like, why did I eat ice cream at night? That way I might have good dreams and I might feel good about myself because nobody ever said, I love you, good night, honey, type thing. So that's sometimes why some people ate salty things at night because they were trying to suppress feelings of anger and that kind of behavior. So I was trying to do a study about that. But now the relationship I have because I let go of the emotional eating side, my dependent relationship with food and now became to the point where I have days if nothing appeals to me to eat, I might not eat. But when I do eat and I do it with passion and love and joy, and I know that I'm eating something for the pure enjoyment of eating the food that's also nourishing this body that I have, that I only have one of, definitely brings you to a whole different perspective. So when we talk about relationships, think about something that you might be codependent with in your life, food, something, and how, what if you flipped it? having a relationship with joy, love, and happiness. Now think about that with relationships. Was it easy for me to break that bond with food? No, it was not. But when I did, and now I can have almost an orgasmic experience with food that I've never had in my whole entire life. It is amazing. Amazing. I was able to break that bond before I went to Greece. And to eat food in Greece and not have emotions wrapped around it and enjoy it, phenomenal. Phenomenal. I know people are like, you can't have a codependent relationship with something. That's what an addiction is, is basically you're dependent on something. You're co-depending on it to bring you love, joy, and happiness. Mine was food. Also other relationships in my life. But to be able to just bring joy within yourself if it means walking away from something you walk away from it and it will be okay thank you for joining me
0: thank you for listening to the emotional elevator show sandy returns wednesdays at 7 p.m eastern 6 p.m central 5 p.m mountain 4 p.m pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com until then start elevating your emotions and stop riding the emotional elevator that is stopping you from living the life you deserve.